CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Us Weekly's Bachelor Podcast, Here for the Right Reasons. I'm your host, Sarah Heron, and I want to remind all of you to listen on Spotify and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This week on the show, I spoke to Amanda Stanton. You may remember Amanda from Ben Higgins' season of The Bachelor or seasons three and four of Bachelor in Paradise. Amanda and I caught up about the quarantine, how she's doing with her two daughters, and reflected on her time on the show, if you're wondering. When was the last time she spoke to Josh or which exes? She actually has a very good relationship now. Make sure to listen. Next week, we'll be back with more Bachelor Listen to Your Heart exclusive. So let me know if you guys are watching that and how you're feeling about that show, because I, for one, am into it. Here's Amanda. First of all, how's quarantining with two kids? Um, It's fun. I'm saying like they're driving me insane, but they're keeping me sane at the same time. I'm so busy with them and it gives me something to do. I'm homeschooling them. Um, but it's also really hard because I don't really get a second to myself, but it's good. We're having, we're having as much fun as we can. We've been cooking a lot and trying to do school and maintain some sense of normalcy, but yeah. What is homeschooling like? So they have Zoom meetings with their teachers um, like twice a week. And then other than that, um, they send over, there's like a Google Classroom and it will list all of their uh, work for the day. So there's math, science, English, everything. And we have to do all the work. So we finally caught up today. But yeah, it's it's a lot. How old are they now? They're six, almost eight. Kins will be eight this month. Oh my God. Okay. So eight, maybe the math might be getting a little, a little annoying and hard. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard. And her schoolwork's getting hard too. Yeah. Like I struggle sometimes helping her with her math, which is embarrassing, but. No, I feel like I would feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about co-parenting? Have they been able to see their dad at all? Not during this time. Um, their dad had a girl or has a girlfriend that works in a hospital and we just decided it'd be easier for them to stay with just one of us. So they've been with me this whole time. Wow. So just like FaceTime and stuff. Yeah. They're still, they still FaceTime him pretty much every day. So uh, yeah. I mean, selfishly, I'm sure you're probably a little happy that you get to have them all to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. Um, I read your book obviously that came out last year and I loved it. First of all, Thanks. Um, I think it's a fun read, especially for like a time right now. And I feel like you were really honest about your marriage and stuff with him. Did that affect your relationship at all? Um, no, I mean, I feel like he kind of, uh, he obviously knows what happened and we had talked about it and I gave him a warning what I was writing about when it came out. Um, so no, it didn't really, if anything, I think He's grown up a little bit since then. So he's able to take responsibility and yeah. 
I just thought it gave people who watched you on the show for a while, like a totally different side of you and things we never knew that you had gone through. Yeah. It's like, you know, I talked about it a little bit when I was on the show, but I don't really think I got too much into depth about everything. So yeah. Did anyone reach out to you that surprised you or did everyone sort of just like own their part? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think, oh, sorry. Kinsley's walking in. It's okay. Want to say hi, Kins? We just lost the dog. Oh, no. (laughs) Go help. Go find him. Okay. I love you. Okay. Uh, You want to say hi real quick? doing a podcast. Hi. Yeah, no, I think I think at first there was definitely some things that I didn't think would bother anybody that were pretty innocent and I think some people were a little bit caught off guard, but I think for the most part everything's fine with it. I just yeah. love I love books about like behind the scenes and the reality stuff and Colton just had a book come out. I just want everyone who's on the bachelor to write a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's a fun read. People love to know the behind the scenes of everything because it's such a wild experience. Yeah. Obviously, Andy Dorfman wrote two awesome books and you guys are like friends now. Can you tell me a little bit about your relationship and like the bond you guys have? I'm fascinated by it. Yeah. It's so funny because I think when I first met Andy was right after a breakup um, and we met up in New York City and just like talked and hung out and we didn't really become like super close after that. Like we were cool and we met and we talked, but that was pretty much it. It wasn't until like a year ago that we became really close. We went to stagecoach together and um, we've just become super close since then. We travel everywhere together. She's like one of my best friends. But I think it's funny because a lot of people think it's because of uh, the mutual relationship that we have, like why we're so close and think that we probably talk about it all the time, but we don't at all. We never right, really talk about it. You so. don't just sit around, just you know, talking yeah. about Josh. I'm shocked. No, <laughs> no. We have like other new guys to complain about now. And yeah. I saw her, um, she did an Instagram story, like joking about texting her exes. And I was like, have you gotten to that point yet where you almost had to send the text? <laughs> uh, not yet. If I didn't have my kids and I was alone, maybe I would have texted an ex by now. But it's so funny. It was like a group chat with like Nick Vile and Crystal. Not to that point yet. I saw it. So funny. So funny. Imagine. So that would be quite the reality show within itself, reading those texts. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What about before quarantine? What was the the dating life relationship status situation for you these days? Um, I'm single. So I've been dating a little bit. Obviously now the quarantine situation uh, has kind of messed that up a little bit, but I just feel like there's, I have so many other things to worry about right now. Just like staying sane for the next couple months or however long this is going to be. So it's not really one of my priorities right now, but I'm sure when it's all over, I'll start dating again. I enjoy being single. I kind of have fun dating. So do you, do you like getting all the, all the stories and to tell all your friends? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fun. And I have a lot of single girlfriends. So, you know, we all sit around and exchange stories and yeah, it's good. Does any like major horror story without naming names come to mind from like the more recent post-bachelor dating, dating diaries? Um, I haven't had any bad dates in a while. I did have one guy, this was like last year that, um, like just wanted to go out for drinks, which I get is like a good first date, but like was super weird and was like making sure I didn't expect to eat dinner. Like, and I just thought that was 
kind of weird. Um, that was just a one and done date. Obviously, he didn't get a second date. But for the most part, I feel like I've had some pretty good, some pretty good first dates. I've met some pretty good guys last year. That's good. No You're one that's stuck yet. Yeah, yeah. Is it usually through friends or the apps or what's your your mode? So I don't do dating apps. Um, so it's usually always through friends or just people that I've met in person. A couple of my friends have set me up with people. So yeah, try to meet people organically, as organically as possible. I know that's that's the dream, I guess. Right? Try to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> keep it alive. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's happening because he's never followed up, but. Mike Fleiss kept teasing that he was going to air the old seasons of the show. Is there anything you would want to watch again or refuse to watch again from, from your time on, on Bachelor shows? So uh, I think it'd be fun to watch Ben's season of The Bachelor back again because I haven't seen it in so long. And even back in the day, I don't, don't think I ever really watched it through and through because it was like so weird seeing myself on TV. So I think, and I think that was just a good season in general. So I think that'd be fun. One that I definitely don't want being aired back is bachelor in paradise season three my anxiety is high enough right now so I definitely don't need that yeah that would probably be a lot <laughs> yeah too much I don't know if I can handle it too much I mean you also with Ben's season it would be kind of nice because everyone's in a good spot right now like he just got engaged obviously Lauren's married everyone is happy yeah, yeah. it's so funny because I was talking to Jen Saviano we think as far as we know anyways we think we're the only two single people left from our season wow that's interesting. yeah everyone's either married has a boyfriend or is engaged even people like that were sent home earlier on in our season are all like married or engaged or have boyfriends it's literally just me and Jen so oh <laughs> I feel like yeah, not, no, no shame to anyone else but I'm kind of surprised I feel like you two are you know like eligible pretty like what, well, what the heck I'm gonna guess you both would be taking Jen racing to the end. See who's the last one standing. Oh my gosh! Well, Ben just got engaged. I assume you don't really keep in touch with him much. But do you have any thoughts on that? Um, actually, I love Ben. He's always been super sweet to me and kind. Every like, even when I was going through a breakup or when my book came out or my clothing line launched, he always like texts me and says congratulations, wishes me a happy birthday. So we've stayed in touch a little bit. He's so sweet. And I love Jess. I've met her once at Ashley and Jared's wedding. Oh, and I think we're together. So I'm happy for them. Oh, that's awesome. With Ashley and Jared's wedding, I feel like there was a lot of bachelor people there. Is it weird to see each other like in an environment like that? Or do you kind of just like go back to like how you acted on like paradise vibes? Like what is that like? It's always like, it's so weird because like with anyone from the bachelor... It's like you won't see each other for so long, but when you see each other, it's like seeing an old friend. So I don't know. We have like a special bond with each other. So it's never really weird running into each other. Maybe there's a few people it would be a little awkward running into, but for the most part, it's always fun. That's good. That would be another thing. Like we all want to be a fly on the wall, like seeing like who was dancing, who tried to, you know, make a move, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Um, Obviously Bachelor in Paradise season four with the Robbie of it all. Obviously that is a long, long time ago, but did you watch him on Siesta Key? I didn't, but I've heard because my hairstylist watched. And so she was like, Oh my God, she was telling me all about it. But, um, I have not watched, I don't really watch much TV in general. So he, yeah. he was should I watch it? I have some time now. Honestly, it's a pretty fun show. It's yeah. kind of like the Hills vibe. It's a little like, like more produced, I would say. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and he was only on the most recent season, but he was definitely like in the drama and it's a little funny cause he's older and there's like 22 year olds. And he's like throwing their phones in the ocean. It was a lot. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll have to watch it. Yeah. It could be fun when they yeah. go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any bachelor nation exes or people that we would be surprised to know that you are still in contact with? No, I'm not really, I'm not in contact with any of my exes. Um, but I mean, I'm still in contact with pretty much everyone, even if it's just through Instagram or catching up over the phone every now and then. Um, I have so many good friends from the show. So, but no one that I think would really surprise people now. Did the girls, not to like go back to this, just like one quick question with the Josh thing. Did the girls ask about him for a while afterwards or did that go away pretty quick? Um, Kinsley was a little bit older. Kinsley was three and four, I think, when we were together, four. Um, so she kind of understood what was going on a little bit more. And she asked about him for maybe a couple months after, um, but she never, she never asked about him anymore. And Charlie was just a baby. I don't even think she really understood the whole breakup and everything, but I mean, we, we were only together for a short amount of time. So yeah, they don't ask about him anymore. <laughs> it feels like it was such just like the show drags everything out because it airs and then like you film it, it airs and then Instagram. And it's just like, it feels probably like it was such a bigger part of like our lives than yours. Even. No, but actually I, even with that relationship, I was like, I feel like it was so much longer than six months, you know, yeah. but realistically it was only six months. So what about yeah. your friendship with Nick Vile? Cause I'm fascinated. Cause I've seen on your Instagrams that you always say that you, he gives you good advice. Yeah. Uh, so whenever I'm like dating someone or like any time that I need, that I have questions about like a guy and like, Hey, like what's going through this person's head or like, I need advice on how to handle a situation. He's always the person that I call. Um, cause he gives really good advice and he's really honest. He doesn't ever really tell me what I want to hear, but he's just always giving me the best advice. So I keep in touch with him sometimes. I haven't needed to lately cause my dating life's a little slow right now, but, um, yeah, he's a good friend. I'm convinced that Nick is going to end up with someone who was on the show, like a contestant that doesn't go far. Cause he's still so involved with his show and he's always weighing in. I, I agree. I think I'll end up with someone from the show for sure. Like a Kelly. Just my, just my, yeah. Until, I can see that. Until she showed up, Peter showed up in Chicago. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see him with someone eventually from the show for sure. It's also just interesting that now we're seeing, we don't know for sure anything, obviously, but like with the Peters and the Kellys, the Hannahs and the Tylers, so much of the show is like continuing after the show. Yeah. I was actually talking, Andy and I were talking about that. We're like, that didn't really happen. Like on our seasons, you know, like we all stayed in touch after and, you know, we were all friends, but I feel like nobody's ever really gone back and like dated their final four after the show as much as like the last two seasons have. It's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. It's almost like this show doesn't stop, but it's also kind yeah. of like dating now. Like no one really cuts the cord. Like it's just, you're always keeping people in your back pocket. It's so true. Yeah. Maybe um, it's just like the dating culture these days. Cause you're right. That is kind of how it is. Yeah. I, w- I really wanted, um, I know they were just friends, but I really wanted Andy and Tyler C to be a thing when they were running together. I know. Yeah. I've never met Tyler C. But he's good friends with Andy, so she's told me good things about him. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's just pretty. That's all I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, as far as, like, dating reality, I assume you have no plans to ever be on The Bachelor again? No. No, I'm done with The Bachelor for now or forever. But, um, yeah. 
even with the Claire of it all, them pulling her out, like what if in a few years they said, Amanda, you know, we watched you, the girls are a little older now. We want you to be the bachelorette. Would you think about it? I mean, I think anyone would be lying if they said they wouldn't think about it or, I mean, I would probably do it, but I also think I'm just in a place now where like, I don't know, it's not very appealing to me anymore. I also don't think I have the patience for it. I've been through so much with dating and I'm just kind of over it. I like to date more privately now. Right. Well, I assume that you get some DMs or some people with, you know, either within the franchise or just in like, um, somewhat famous world. Do you like try to avoid that or do you, you do dabble? Um, I'd say it's a combination. I mean, part of me, I mean, I don't really like discriminate. It's not like I want someone that's been on reality TV or somebody that's in that world. And it's not like I wouldn't date somebody that wasn't, I guess it just depends. Sometimes it's kind of nice to have someone that kind of knows what you've been through and can relate to you on that level. Um, but it's not something that I look for. So I, yeah. I don't know, I guess it doesn't really matter to me. It's like a I've dated both. Yeah. Is there any reality show that you would do that outside The Bachelor? Um, I'm trying to think of any, like, ideas. But I don't know. Like a dating show or any show? Either. I was actually telling my dad the other day, I was like, I feel like I could go on Survivor. Really? I think that'd be the one show. And I, I would probably, like, be the first person out. But I think it'd be fun. I mean, that would be another experience for a whole other yeah. book, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. But something that's like not dating, it's like a totally different world. I don't think I would ever do another reality dating show. Okay. I mean, I feel like The Bachelor is kind of like the top of that list. So once you've done The Bachelor, it's hard to like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have the, have your daughters ever like realized that you were on The Bachelor or any reality shows? What do they think? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, they've never watched it, obviously. I wouldn't let them watch it, but I let them watch little parts that they were on. So they know that I was on it. And also they hear just from people like that will like come up to us or something that recognizes from the show. Um, but they were both so young. So I feel like it's really all they know was that I was on a TV show, but it was so long ago. So yeah. That's so cute. I remember they like it though. They think it's cool. (laughs) I mean, it is cool. Yeah. Oh, you mom has more followers on TikToks than your mom. You know what I mean? (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Ken's is really into TikToks these days. We've been making some. I feel like that's like how to entertain kids in quarantine, but also yourself. Like it's pretty fun. It is. It's fun. And you like see all the good videos. You're like, oh, I'm going to do that one. We've been, we probably like TikTok for a solid two hours a day. It's part of our routine now. As we all should. Yeah. <laughs> um, down the line, way down the line, if they came to you and wanted to be on the show, what would you say? Because I've seen Bachelor, um, like nation members say different things. And a lot of people I saw a few girls say, that normally they would have been okay with it, but Peter's season was just too catty. So I actually didn't watch Peter's season except for the finale. And which by the way, I thought Hannah Ann like killed it. Oh my God. I love so her. Good. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think I would go back. I just think, I mean, I'll be 30 next week. I feel like I'm too old. All these girls are like 22 now. I just don't think I have it in me anymore. You Can know, 30 next week. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks. What's a quarantine birthday look like? I don't know. I think since we're quarantined and I can't celebrate my birthday, that it just doesn't count. And I get to be 29 for another year. I, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with being 30, but I think that's a great idea. Just yeah. why not? Yeah, um, exactly. But what about down the line with the girls if they wanted to go on the show? Like if they were old enough to be on The Bachelor? 
I've thought about that. I guess it just depends like on their personalities and what they're like by then. But like when you go on, you have to be 21. So ultimately like they can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Um, But would I recommend it? I guess it just depends what they're like. I don't know. I just can't imagine the show not being on. No, I think it'll be on. I I can't ever see it ending. I can't either. And I feel like we're going to have to get some like next generation. Somebody's kid is going on. Someone's. I could see, I could see Kinsley doing it before Charlie, but I don't know. That could change. They're so young now. Kinsley just like loves being on camera and yeah. (laughs) I love that. Um, what about all your like various businesses? Talk about the clothing line. I feel like you have so much going on. Yeah. So I have a clothing line. It's called Lonnie, the label we launched a little over a year ago. And I was super bummed because we just got into Bloomingdale's and we had this big launch event in New York. It was on March, March 19th. And obviously we all went into lockdown and everything shut down before then. So I didn't get to go. Um, I mean, obviously there's, you know, everyone's dealing with their own stuff, but I haven't been able to see my line in the stores yet. Um, but hopefully when all this is over, I'll get to go check it out. But that was pretty exciting for me. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's probably my favorite thing that I've worked on yet. It's fun. And we have a kid's line too. So the kids get to help out and yeah, it's been good. Oh my God. So what's next for the clothing line? What's your like goal? So obviously we hope to keep getting into retailers. Bloomingdale's is huge. Um, but just, we're going to keep expanding. We have four collections coming out this year and then hopefully start coming out with some accessories. I want to do some, um, hair accessories and maybe eventually expand to swimwear and other things. That is so cool. I feel like it's hard to break in to the fashion side of things and it's easy to like recommend other people's clothes, but I guess it must feel really cool to like have put like have a real say. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. And I love it because we have a kid's line too. So the girls get to kind of help out and they're so picky with what they wear. So they'll help me, you know, pick out the colors and the fabrics and they're both my fit models. So they kind of feel included on it. They say that it's our clothing line and it's cute. Yeah. We have fun with it. I feel like such a big part of your life also has had to be social media with the show and the platform and promoting the clothing Mm -hmm. line and stuff. What would you say the biggest misconception that people think about you based on like Instagram or just your time on the show? Um, I think sometimes a lot of people think that I'm like super put together all the time. And I get messages all the time being like, you make being a single mom look so easy. And I think I don't put the hard stuff on there. And I definitely am not put together all the time, especially lately. Um, but I think, you know, just like with anyone, not everything's what it looks like on social media. Everybody's posting their highlight reel. I think some people are more comfortable posting those like candid behind the scenes, crazy moments with their family. And for me, the reason that I don't is because my kids are getting older now and Kinsley's eight. And so if I post that stuff, she has friends from school seeing it. So I have to be careful what I post. And I try to always keep that in mind too. But I think that would be the biggest misconception is that our life is very crazy and we are not put together all the time. That's for sure. Right. It's like the matching outfits only, you know, they don't work all the time, you guys. Just sometimes. No, no. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw this, but Mason Disick, who's 10, keeps making like, headlines from going live on Instagram and TikTok and stuff. And I can just I imagine Courtney being like, oh my God, give me your phone. How are you going to manage these two young little girls with social media? <laughs> so they both have phones right now only because they go to their dad's house and I like to be able to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but all their apps, I actually have on my phone too, so I can check them. 
And I plan on probably doing that until they're out of the house. So I can see like every conversation that they're having. Um, and I obviously try to give them their privacy too. And sometimes I'll see things and like, you know, I have to choose my battles, but it's a good way to make sure that they're being safe on social media. They don't have their own Instagrams. I manage them. Um, but it's scary to think, you know, when people get into middle school and high school, bullies and all of that. I mean, middle school was scary enough without Instagram. So I cannot imagine it with Instagram. We had like, I mean, I had AOL Instant Messenger. Mm -hmm. So that's what they have on their phone. But I also have it on mine and it allows me to read all the messages. I can see every picture they send. Um, and obviously it's all pretty innocent, you know, but yeah. later down the road, it can find everything out. That'll be, that'll be fun actually for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about with you? I mean, I'm, I assume you try to just ignore anything that's negative, but is there anything that's either gotten to you recently or do you have like a system to just be like, shut it out if there's any negativity online? I think it, it just depends. Like I go through phases where stuff will bother me and there's times where I just like don't care and don't even engage. And it probably just depends on what I'm going through. Like if I'm feeling sensitive at the moment, there could be something that like really upsets me. But I think, I mean, I'm used to it at this point because it's been going on for so long that I think I'm pretty good at ignoring it, ignoring it these days for the most part. Yeah. I feel like that's really the only actual solution because the second the clapback happens, the comments by celebs happens and then the, yes. the other clapbacks happen and it's fun for me yeah. as a journalist, but for you guys, I'm sure it's a nightmare. Yeah. And then everyone like comes to your defense and like you are grateful, but at the same time you don't want to start a war. And I'm like, okay. I mean, sometimes I'll just delete the comments just because, you know, even if I don't respond, someone else is going to respond. And I just don't like having any negativity there. Yeah, that's fair. I just wanted, before I let you go, ask you a few like quick rapid fire bachelor questions. You can expand or not expand if you want, but um, best and worst date of your time on bachelor. Uh, okay. My best date, I would say was probably with Ben when we went hot air ballooning. My worst date. I mean, I didn't really have any bad dates. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. They're all pretty um, good. Best and worst part of living in the bachelor mansion. Um, the best part is getting to hang out with your friends every day. Uh, the worst part is the food situation. There's like no healthy food usually. Yeah. Was it hard to not just like gain a bunch of weight on the show? <laughs> well, we all did. Because okay. you have no choice. Yeah. Like you can work out, but you don't have a gym and all the food's super unhealthy. We had like Oreos and like those giant cookie jars and we would like dip them in peanut butter every night. Like we just ate like crap the whole time. So is that it, was hard. Also, we share a mirror. Yeah. So we have to take turns, but it's fun. It's like an experience. It's like sorority vibes, I guess. Like you all help each other with your hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> was there ever a point on the show where you guys got to like, okay, this is weird. Like we all actually kind of like Ben and we don't want to like gossip with each other about it anymore. Were you always pretty like open with like, this is how I'm feeling. Like, how are you feeling? How was your date? I think we're all pretty open. I think there's probably certain things that we kept or certain details that we kept to ourselves because we didn't want to rub it in someone's face or be insensitive. But I think we all kind of knew what we signed up for. And I didn't watch Peter's season, but I heard they were like really catty. And it was so different because on my season, I feel like we all genuinely like cared about each other and like we became such good friends after. So that's sad. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was details we left out just to not hurt each other. 
Yeah, Peter's season was a little bit more, like, it was hard to know. They're usually, whether they're actually a quote-unquote villain or not, there's usually, like, more of a clear, like, path. This was, like, every week someone was saying something about someone, and Peter also Uh fed into it a little too much. Okay, yeah. He was kind of giving too much. I feel like there's probably times when leads just ignore some of the stuff they're hearing, maybe, and he was pretty much following every lead he was given. So every episode was, like... Something new. yeah. Um, yeah. What about on Paradise, best and worst part of that beach in Mexico? Um, the best part is that it's beautiful on that beach. It's one of the prettiest beaches ever. They had the best sunsets. The worst part is that like there's no like windows and doors. So like there's sand in your beds. There's crabs in your room. Like you never feel clean. Mm. So that's definitely the worst part. What about um, your clothes on the show? Anything you look back and wish you didn't wear or that you loved the most? Um, so things I wish I didn't wear, there was like, when I was on The Bachelor, I stocked up on like those BB dresses, like the bandage dresses. Yeah. So cringy. I like wore a different color bandage dress like three weeks in a row. Um, so that is, it's like cringy to think about. That's um, then I feel like when I got to Paradise, that was more my style, like, beach wear casual and I think I did a little bit better fashion wise there but I mean yeah I wasn't used to having to wear like cocktail dresses every night so naturally I went the BB route yeah hey it works you know what that's fine (laughs) anything viewers might not know about Chris Harrison did you guys Um, yeah Chris is actually really like fun and funny um, there was a time when, not when I was on paradise, but when I came back, we shot like a little something for season five. And I remember he invited us all to his room and we all were like drinking wine and playing card games and he's really fun. Well, that's good. I feel like yeah. he's, he's like the perfect amount of like into it, but also like takes a step back and is like, just lets like people like do their thing. Exactly. Yeah. Was there any other just things we didn't know about filming the show that you think people now that it's been a couple of years that you, you want to, you want to let out or tease a little bit or any, you know, behind the scenes stuff? Not really. Uh, I think, I mean, I covered a lot of it in my book. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've talked about it so much. Um, and I feel like everybody's kind of like dropped like their hints and stuff. Um, I would just say you don't get a lot of sleep. I think everyone kind of knows that like the rose ceremonies are usually in the morning like at least like 3 or 4 a.m. And sometimes we'll go until like 7 or 8 a.m., which I think people are always surprised by because it looks like it's late at night, but it's usually like the sun's coming up by the time we're done. Is, so, that, is, that, like a nerve, is that like a nerve-wracking feeling just standing there, whether it was on like Ben season or Paradise, even if you like know you're getting the rose or whatever, is it just like a really weird, uncomfortable feeling? Yeah, it's like terrifying. You would have so much anxiety every single time. And a lot of times, like depending on where you are, it's either it, like, I remember being freezing at those rose ceremonies. It was like so late at night and you're in like this tiny little dress and you just have so much anxiety and they take forever too. So you're just waiting for your name to be called. Um, but yeah, lots of anxiety. Oh my God. It's like, cl- it's like gym class, but worse. Cause it's, I don't even know why yeah. it just never ends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay. Well, is there anything you want to um, promote the clothing line? Where can people get it? Yeah. So my clothing line is Lonnie the Label. So you can find it online at www.lonniethelabel.com. It's L-A-N-I. Um, and then we just launched our exclusive collection for Bloomingdale's, which is at Bloomingdale's. Um, and you can shop that online, even though the stores are closed right now. Um, but it's eight pieces and they're all super cute. So is the yeah. first thing you're going to do after quarantine, go to Bloomingdale's and see your clothes? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed Amanda's story as much as I did. There will be more from Amanda on usmagazine.com. And remember to come back next week so you can always listen on Spotify and leave a five-star review on iTunes. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.